Welcome to Sky's the Limit with your host, yours truly, Sky Estroff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sky's the Limit podcast. It's me, Sky, and I'm here today on the heels of, or no, not on the heels, ahead of a really big game day weekend. I'm so excited I can't get my words straight. Uh, if you're not from around here, this weekend is the SEC championship. It is the big old showdown between the Georgia Bulldogs and the Bama, whatever they are. And uh, yeah, we're playing in Atlanta. So all of that said, I had to talk all things tailgate, food, and festivities with somebody really immersed in the space. So if you're a football fan, you know the tailgate before the game is almost as important as the game itself. I mean, truly, you need to be fueled up. You need to be ready to cheer. So if you've been there, let's just say Joel Turry's tailgate at UGA ain't your average setup. Joel is a lifelong dog. He met his wife at UGA. They raised a dog-loving family. They do have a, a son who went to Bama, but, you know, that all makes it more fun for this weekend. And uh, over the years, like, Joel's tailgates have stepped it up so hard, and I just want to run it down of, like, everything that's a part of it. So I'm so excited to talk to Joel today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, and welcome, Joel. Sky, it's great to be here. Yay! I mean, <laughs> we're, first of all, recording in um, a shrine to all things UGA through the ages, and I just can't think of a more appropriate place to be recording. I feel the spirit. We're surrounded by back-to-back stuff. Back-to-back. Oof. We need a three-peat. Yeah, we do, and it's like high pressure even saying that. No. It's yeah. really a lot. But you know yeah. what? If we're fueled up and ready to scream and cheer for this game then good things are coming our way. Correct. And I, I just, okay, let's bring it back to the beginning a little bit. Let's go to the story behind your tailgate because, like I said, you've been a dog fan forever. You went to Georgia. You met your wife at Georgia. You raised one son that went to Georgia and one son that went to Bama <laughs> just to make your life a little more interesting. But your tailgates, like, what, what would you say was the origin date of when they started? Like, when did this all come about? Well, it's funny. We used to go up with the kids once or twice a season because yeah. we had all these activities. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them played football. And the tailgate was, was small. But I remember distinctly in 09 when I purchased the Freedom Grill that hooked to the back of my car. And I'm like, okay, I can step this up a notch. Yes. And then we would go up there and the kids would go. And then in 2013 when our oldest was a freshman at Georgia, mm -hmm. then we started coming up for – all the games mm -hmm. and started feeding him and his friends. And then every year after that, it just started growing. Was that 2013? 2013. Okay. So we're like in our solid 10 years of, of heavy duty tailgating. Yeah. Heavy duty is still like an understatement for what you do. What you do is like, I don't know how you haven't been on college game day with this setup yet. Like this is insane. Every time I come and see you, I'm so impressed. But like when you started coming up for every game, when Reed shout out, Reed came to Georgia, like what did you start with? Like what was your setup? What was your planning? What was your spread? So it's funny. It was, it was looking back. It was really small, but yet people thought it was big then. And so <laughs> we'd get up there early cause he was a freshman and you know, he was up super early. So we're like, all right, we got to get up there early. We'll, let's try to make some 
egg and cheese biscuits, you yeah. know, and we're cooking eggs on the grill on a griddle top and feeding them. And then we're like, okay, well, well, let's cook some, some burgers. And we we're making some hamburgers and making some sliders. And we would think about, all right, we need to try to get some food out there for our friends and his friends and put out the snacks and, and mm -hmm. have it out. And then a lot of times we're like, after the game, we're going to fire it up and, and feed them again because they're hungry. So, you know, it, it, it's funny looking back because it was just – it paled in comparison to what we're doing now, though. Cause it but had, it was still a big deal at the time. It was. It, it was. And then we would set up the TV. And I remember before you could get a portable satellite, we mm -hmm. were streaming a TV from a uh, – <laughs> God, I had, I had, um, had one of these uh, devices that you could log into from the Internet and watch your TV from home. And we were doing that out of the back what? of a car. Yeah, I'm in trying 2013? To <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember what it was. And uh, if we, it, I remember – we would park in the parking lot and we would plug in a power inverter on the, I bought it at a, um, one of these truck supply companies where you can <laughs> plug in and power <laughs> off your car battery. But, um, we would make pancakes and I remember we had a spatula that had a Georgia G and you stamp each pancake with it. So that's where it all started. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, and I wonder if like this has any influence on like you evolving the tailgate to get bigger and better, but 2013 was like a divine defining time for Instagram starting to take off and social media really playing a part in everybody's like game day aesthetic and what they're wearing and what pins they're wearing and the imagery around it. So like, do you think that you were inspired by anything social media wise? I mean, with the pancake print, that's kind of a big thing. Well, it's always been fun to each year. I put up a gallery on Facebook. That's a football mm -hmm. and tailgating. Yes. And, and I have a now, you know, looking then it was because we could say, Hey, we're coming up, kick, you know, you know, kick off, say three thirty, who's coming. And we'd start hearing from our friends that they're coming. And, yep. and then it started to get to be that, it wasn't just Reed and his friends and then the other fraternity kids that we'd be with. Our friends were like, we're coming up. I'm coming up with my son. You know, what can we bring or what time are you getting started? And, um, and definitely Facebook was really helpful for our friends to know we were doing that. Yeah. I mean, when you're offering free food, <laughs> they love people, people, people love free food. <laughs> that is just like a key to life. Uh, people don't say no to free food. The funny thing is that people, want free food so badly they will drive up an hour and a half or they'll drive up three hours for a tailgate to come sit under your tent and eat your food but they go to high like they go all the way just to get free food yeah well you know it's free food but i like to think that it's uh the atmosphere of yes. gathering and and you know i know we were talking about 2013 but you flash forward mm -hmm. what's been going on for the last handful of years particularly as this yeah. thing has gotten big is that it is six or seven very important social gatherings yes. of a large group of people, friends all interconnected in mm -hmm. different ages. But yeah, we have a lot of people that come up for the tailgate. Yes. I think they should be going to the game, but mm -hmm. Hey, you know, but they come up and then they go home. Well, you should tell on them. Yeah. I, I, I want to get them put on like the, uh, the jumbotron. <laughs> like these are the people that came to the tailgate, <laughs> but then they went home, but Hey, they come, you know, and they, They'll bring stuff up and have a good time. So yeah, and they're still like bringing the energy for everybody else it's to go in and call the dogs. It's atmosphere. I mean, it is. It and they, you know, people come rain, sleet. Yeah. We've done tailgates in the sleet that the national championship one against oh. Bama. We were in oh, the that was miserable. I mean, I I had 
frozen precipitation on the tailgate tents and oh the in the gulch. I mean, you know, but was that like your worst uh, weather advisory tailgate you've done? No, we did one once uh, for an SEC championship, and it was so pouring rain and windy mm-hmm. that the the wind was starting to lift up the tents and we had set up like eight tents and then we put this gigantic massive tarp the kind you would cover a house so we made like (laughs) i was calling it like a a bedouin village that you know and you you come in and you're in this tent with these lights but the wind was able to kind of pick the whole thing up and i'm like okay that's not going to be good do you sandbag your tents now yeah we do okay We we have weights and we strap them down and then you know a a cooler full of beer and ice is always a great thing to to bungee cord to your tent smart Mm -hmm. you know what things have except they empty quick so you have to yeah yeah. and especially when it's a georgia bama situation those things go quick i mean like the sun might not even be risen uh unfortunately (laughs) we've had a lot of rainy georgia bama tailgates i am hoping that yeah. i mean 2021 the weather was perfect but we have had generally speaking statistically the rain likes to come out for these these yeah. game days oh i know oh gosh <laughs> I, the funny thing is it's like i get so excited for your tailgates but i always end up going to them when it's like our biggest highest stakes games so it's like as much excitement as i have for the tailgates i kind of reflect back on the tailgates as being so fun afterwards too because sometimes i'm so anxious about the game right and it's just part of it and i like to say though that the thing about it is is that we're winners before we even go into the game yes is that your motto is is. that like your real housewives tagline of this (laughs) we're winners before we went into the game if the tailgate was successful we're already ahead of the game but we we need to win a game too let's not diminish that okay dogs please we're manifesting it okay so 2013 you started with pancake presses and doing a little georgia g on there and the biscuits with the egg and cheese and stuff were you were your wheels starting to turn then? Were you kind of influenced by the demand of who was eating your food? What made you get this inkling that this was about to be your life for the next decade? <laughs> well, it, it's a fun outlet because I like to plan and execute. Yeah. Okay? So it's, it's, I love to entertain. I love to, you know, do social events. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is a remote social event. This mm-hmm. is perfect. But then you start thinking about, well, how can, you do it better how can you do it more efficient okay these burgers were good but we need to be cooking 50 not 10 you know how can we do that faster mm-hmm. you know biscuit sandwiches are good but got to do it quicker so we just started each week did go by we think about okay what can we bring how can we make this more fun and then slowly but surely more and more people would come and it just every year every game it just tweaks and gets uh you know evolved so I guess this would be like the experimentation of a perfectionist. Would that be fair yeah. to say? Yeah. yeah. And again, um, if you don't follow Joel on Facebook, I'll like put some, we're going to share a TikTok or two today, but there is nothing that there's no detail that is not noticed by Joel when it comes to these tailgates. So I would just imagine you with your discerning eye, it, it, I'm seeing perfection. You're not. Well, it, it's kind of like molding clay. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I may or may not spend the off season thinking about what we need to do different for the football season. But you know, I mean, there might be a test lab. There might be a test kitchen. Oh my gosh! Can I come to the test kitchen? <laughs> oh yeah, it's delicious. Please. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Well, things I'm, have grown out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we're going to get into that momentarily too, but you also were kind of alluding to me earlier. Um, this may affect your sleep schedule during this part of the year, pretty much nine months of the year. It affects your sleep schedule. Uh, when does that sleep uh, it, <laughs> schedule it, get it, messed it, up? It, and when does it, that stop? It, it usually it starts. Well, on the weeks that we have a home game, starting Wednesday, there can I might be up at if okay. I start thinking in my sleep about the tailgate and getting ready, it will overtake me and I'll wake up and and I'm thinking planning. Sometimes I have to write something in my phone, something I thought about, uh -huh. or mm -hmm. and uh, then you know Thursday the prep starts Wednesday Thursday and and I'm up super early and then on a game day. You know, I mean, I'm up at 5 a.m. I don't go out on a Friday night. Won't I don't roll on Fridays no. before home Friday's game. At home. No, no. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to get in bed early, and I mean, I can be up at five, and you know, want to be out of the house by six. If it's a night game, you know, I'm reasonable. I'll let my wife sleep in. We'll leave at eight. Wow, so reasonable. <laughs> right, I know. can't imagine seeing I mean, you I, scrambling you around know, the house before a game day. Oh, it's it's uh, the, you're downstairs in my house. These steps, I'll go up and down. You know. 15 times in the morning just getting everything ready it's at least I get my steps in for sure yeah a ton actually so I mean luckily the location I mean you live about roughly an hour from Athens is that right I mean it might be an hour and 22 minutes if the lights are right I mean that, that, <laughs> could you drive it in your sleep Jefferson Highway if you get off that uh, yeah it's you know it, that it, Jefferson Highway they've got a great Kroger with great sandwiches over there they've got those two big exits now yes Mm -hmm. And there's the Chick-fil-A on the way. Yes. Do you eat before you start your tailgate process or you wait until you're all set up and then you can finally eat something off of your spread? Uh, I eat a little. I eat uh, just a little morning coffee for sure. Okay, good. And good. then um, I will uh, sample out uh, at the tailgate as it's going. But I actually sometimes get to the game and I'm like, damn, I'm kind of hungry. Lord <laughs> Speaking Jesus. Of I, mean, I eat a Chick-fil-A at the game. I'm like, I just fed. You know, yeah. we just cooked uh, 900 items and I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> Holy, I can't even get into that, but that's just the key to being a great host is the person who forgets to eat and right. feeds everybody yeah. else and like makes every college kid so happy and all the adults who drove in even just for the tailgate and not even the game. But, um, okay, let's, let's break it down a little bit. How long does it take you to menu plan for each week? It doesn't take that long because... We, if I'm talking about present, I kind we kind of yeah. know, and I've, I've got a, a buddy. We'll get to him later. Who's really helping me with this now? But I kind of know what we're going to do. So the menu plan is basically getting everything ready to execute on that menu. So yes. some of it I've pre-bought, you know, and I have a lot of freezers and fridges here. Uh, but as I'm thinking about the week, I'm like, which game will this be? Okay, how many sliders do we want to make? How much meat do I need to get? And then we, you know, got to get the meat make all the patties, get all the buns, get everything sliced. It's all about prep. It's all about getting everything as close to being ready to just cook when you yes. get there. I mean, so... It, Do you par cook anything before? We uh, we will cook. Um, I will smoke, slow smoke uh, pork shoulders on the green egg. Okay. And then make the sliders ahead of time. We'll okay. Make them on Kings of Wine Rolls. So we'll make the sliders, everything sliced. They're in big pans, catering pans. And they go in the fridge, and then they get slow heated in the ovens. Uh, we have access to ovens at the tailgate, so we'll heat them up there, which Forgot helps. So we have the, mm -hmm. we have the hot boxes the caterers use. So put put the stuff in the hot boxes, stays warm for hours. But you have to pre-make it to be able to. You can't get up there. Used years ago, we'd go. Yeah. We'd go up there. All right, let's pull the pork at the tailgate and start making yeah. sandwiches. There's no time. You no. got to make, you know, meatball subs. We'll make those ahead of time. 
and then um, just heat them up and serve them. It's all cuts already. Everything's try to get as much done. Yeah. So that you can execute and don't waste a step. It's the it's the Waffle House approach. Don't waste a step. Have you ever worked at Waffle House? No, but I would love to. No, I would love to. I think you really should in the off season. Yeah, I, I I mean, I would really like to be able to master how to plate their stuff and put which way you put the jelly and if it goes, you flip it. (gasps) So the jelly on the plate tells you what's going where. Yeah. Yes. I know that hack. If you're not from the South, I mean, we have some listeners that actually are from different countries, so they probably don't know what a Waffle House is or an SEC tailgate, but this is just a cultural lesson for everybody. But um, Waffle House, they put their jelly on the plate in a specific order. And do you want to keep well, I don't know it that. exactly, but it's if it's turned a certain way, that means one thing. If it's flipped upside down, it means mm-hmm. another thing. Yeah, it's it's pretty it amazing. It designates <laughs> your order. If it's like a scrambled eggs or a fried eggs or if right. it's got a waffle on the side or whatever that looks like, it's really next level. But also, when you're feeding so many people like you are, you know, Waffle House, you could do the one-off orders, but you can't really do that when you're feeding ravenous college kids that are hungover or people yep. that are just coming in and they know they're expecting a joltery tailgate yep. meal. So they're coming in hot. They're coming they, in they're ready. Gonna, yeah, we, we can't do any custom orders. You're getting, uh, it's pretty much I'm making sliders. They all have onions. They all have cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> At this point, I can't help you. I mean, if you catch me quick, maybe I can scrape them, but no, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, gluten-free, no, no custom, dairy-free, no, no, all that kind no, of stuff No, we don't have anything, happening. nothing. We're very high on the, very. we're very pro-gluten, a lot of gluten. Hawaiian buns, yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> I am very pro-gluten in my, in my tailgate approach, too. And it also makes you cheer better, cheer louder, and the have food a is free. But the food's free. That that part's the free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't really complain. Right, when exactly. Food is free. You can't. Okay, so how much time does it take you to set up you're already thinking about it losing sleep starting on wednesday but when are you physically setting up and how long well we get when we get up there depending on how much we're setting up like last weekend for Ole miss that was a rainy tailgate and so because of that we put out six tents and a ton of tables and put some back walls up so you know it it can take an hour or so to get set up if you move fast but normally just doing you know a couple of tents and putting a bunch of tables and and it's all now really trying to set it up as quick as possible so you know we have a tv i've got the tv where i can just quickly hang it on the tent i don't have to do that and the tables i used to have smaller tables yeah those are no good. You have to extend the legs. Takes up too much valuable time. So we got bigger tables that you just open them up and flip them. I mean, those those small ones used to fit in the car good, but no no good. They they took an extra twenty seconds, and we don't have that kind of time anymore. No, right. you don't. No. Okay, and you're bringing one SUV or what's yeah, your? Yeah, okay. it's the, it's it's every guy's dream. It's the Tetris cube packing effect. Okay, it, it's actually one of my favorite things is to to how methodically I can pack this pilot that I have and and it's amazing how everything goes in and finds a perfect spot. I know? really should have come for like a before and after yeah. filming. But I'd yeah. also be scared to be in the way. Yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm keeping stuff up in Athens now, so I keep oh. it locked in a box. Yeah, it's too much stuff now. So I've got the tents and the tables are are up where I tailgate. Very so they're smart. locked up and we keep them up during the football season. Well then so. what do you do for SEC championship tailgate being in Atlanta? I had it all brought back. Oh it's, in, my it's in my garage. I had somebody get it and bring okay. it. Yeah, it's in the garage. It's ready to go. And I've rented a, a U-Haul cargo van for um, SEC championship because I wanted to make sure we had plenty of space because we'll take a generator down there. And, and, and we have to be ready because if we have rain, we want to set up like eight or nine or ten right. tents. So we'll do that. Eight, nine, or ten tents? Yeah, you got to do tent city. 
Oh my gosh, Tent City. Oh my gosh. Okay, because I'm thinking that's 80 feet or 90 feet or 10. I like it. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. If it's a if 10 by 10. The 12 by 12s are 144 square yeah. feet. So, yeah, you want to do like a thousand oh, square feet. Oh, you're doing 12 by 12s, not 10 by 10s. Some are 10 by 10s, some are 12 by 12s. You know, your footprint is large. It's gotten big. Yeah. It's gotten really big. Could I mean, this like is not a thousand square feet of coverage. Oh my well, and when it comes to like tailgate protocol for setting up in Atlanta and everything too, do they limit your square footage or it's well, on a first come first serve basis? You can tailgate if you, depending on what lots you go to and where you go, you can tailgate in your, um, you, you can tailgate generally you park in your parking spot and you tailgate behind your car. Or if mm -hmm. you have, if you buy extra spots, you can tailgate in those as well. So, okay. you know, I'll, I usually will buy extra spots and, you know, just try to figure it out where you're going to be. Like when we went to the Gulch, yeah. well, I got there early and there were a ton of people there early, but I found a little end of an aisle that had a little mulchy area. So if you park next to that, then you can spill onto that. So, you know, you try to get clever about where you can spread out. Well, your experience gives you all those hacks, tips right, and tricks. Right. You needed to know that. Like, and that's why you end up going to Joel Turry's tailgate instead of doing your own thing. And I'm just saying you as the Royal, you and me, I'm not setting up my own tailgate because I know Joel has one or I have other right. friends that have them next to Joel's. I mean, everybody is piggybacking off of your setup. Um, because it's just not only is it massive but the food is elite and it just you know matches with the energy of these dogs on the field well and you know we we tailgated sky and you'll like this because yeah. the foodie that you are for the peach bowl because it was new year's eve yes so we had beef tenderloin for the yes. early arrivals and we served that with uh horseradish sauce on uh sliced french bread oh that God. wasn't put out that didn't go to any buffet that was for like the core group of people that were participating in the yeah. tailgate and so you know vips only vips only well you know. and now you put that on your sample yep. menus on there too i think last uh for georgia Ole miss it was the lamb chops that yep. were vip only and you had to apply to eat a lamb chop <laughs> was that the well, there's, there's a lot of sarcasm Okay, yeah, that, that's sarcasm, <laughs> and and it's important to point out that I I do the planning and executing, and I've got a wingman that's really helping me with yeah. that. But people participate in our tailgate, yes, and people, you know, and it, it's got to that point. Like, how can I help? What can I do? And some of my friends are like, "Hey, what?" And I'm like, "Well, can I just go get what you were, what I would ask you to get, mm -hmm. and you can just Venmo me?" Because yeah, once long ago, I somebody's like, "How can I help?" I'm like, "Okay, great. I tell you what, are you you're coming up?" Will you go bring all the hot dog buns? Oh, no. And then they were late. They didn't come. I'm like, I'm not delegating anything. I'll just get it, and you can just pay me. So Yeah. Because you got to have the control. Yeah, I agree. Well, just so. because then it is your name on your tailgate, you don't want to look bad. And if you're coming with hot dogs, you're not trying to serve hot dogs bare. Right. I'm sorry, no naked dogs no, here. Unless you're, you would get a green stick, we could, you know, try that, like the camping thing. Yeah. No, got to have the hot or dogs. Or it's like, uh, they serve them at the varsity naked dogs, but I think they still have a bun on Naked them. dog on a bun, and we yeah. serve varsity chili at the tailgate. Yeah, you're a big varsity chili fan. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. the OG has yeah. to be represented. I'm so glad they're on 316 now, so I Thank can stop goodness. there and get chili if I need it. Do you get the cans of chili? Yeah, buy the cans from them. Oh heat it up gosh. on the grill. People love it. And I love the favorite thing is people are like, well, where where'd this chili come from? I'm like, uh, well, you know. From my car. From the varsity. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the branding association of the varsity is a good thing to have at your tailgate, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, how about the takedown? How long does that take to clean everything up? 
And do you like leave it when you go into the game? I don't like to leave it when I go into the game. I, I like to get it taken down and I'm particular about how it's taken down. People, yeah. I, I, people help, but things need to be put up a certain way so they don't get broken and destroyed okay? yeah. and thrown out. I mean, I've, I had some people once were helping me and you know, they threw out something that was like really a nice reusable item. Oh, so, no. but you know, to take down takes, uh, I, I try to, if I can be disciplined, I can get there when the game starts. A lot of times I've sort of taken one quote mm -hmm. for the team and I will be a little late to the game, but it, it's yeah. okay. So is it like an hour, two hours? It, What's your range? It, it takes about 45 minutes to okay. take it all down. You You're know? really like a NASCAR pit It's team. very efficient, yeah. you know, just we know how to do it, get it, everything's thought out okay yeah. and and also if we have friends there what's helpful is i'll put stuff in their cars and then i'll reclaim all my stuff on sunday wow so that that way you don't have to try to pack the car the car is packed a lot tighter on the way up bread and chips take up tons of car real estate yeah but none of that comes home it's all eaten it's a lighter the load coolers are home. empty and you yeah so it's a lot lighter and it's a lot less to come home that's such a good point. Mm -hmm. Something that not your average Joe thinks about from top to bottom, you know, <laughs> I'm just like, because I used to work in events and stuff and right. it just, it's, it truly is. You're doing ma major events, a thousand square foot. I mean, that's crazy. My neighbor saw me putting everything away on a yeah. Sunday and, uh, we stroke up conversation and they were going to be having a high school grad party. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about it and there was three kids going to Auburn. We'd let's yep. just leave that where that's at. Okay. That's but, fine. Georgia's but, already put um, our stamp on what that meant. This so year. we, they, we did a tailgate grad party. I catered it for them. They paid me to do it. And I it know. Was, I almost wanted you yeah. at my wedding. Yeah. I, w I would have loved it. I considered that. it. Yeah. I yeah. no, I did. It was just the venue. Like I needed you to be like, a, you know, I, I, I mean the tailgate, tailgate theme parties they said it was the best one of the season much better than you know i mean everybody does basically mexican and yeah. so it was good i mean that looked legit <laughs> it looked legit well and speaking of legit like i would be remiss if i didn't just like give the listeners a little sample menu just to overview what we're talking about yes did i copy and paste this from your facebook yes i did <laughs> because i'm not trying to leave anything out this is not like oh you imagine a tailgate oh you just throw some like you know, chicken tenders from your local fast food chain on a plate and then get a fruit and veggie platter. Absolutely not. This is real deal. This is a million different things in one. Okay. So this was from a recent weekend in Athens where I attended, um, on this menu, we've got meatball sub sliders, Paul's brisket sliders and his corned beef sandwich sliders, Robin's cream cheese chocolate chip cake, King sliders um, with the crystallized quote unquote options with onions, mustard, pickles, steamed bun, sausages cubed and finished in Japanese barbecue, Hebrew national hot dogs with varsity chili. Yep, we just referenced <laughs> that. Um, green eggs, slow and smoked and pulled pork sliders. That's a tongue twister, pulled pork sliders, sea of Buffalo chicken dip, sea of buffalo chicken dip. That's an interesting way to well, describe it. Well, just that. so many pans of it. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's like chicken of the sea in that whole Jessica Simpson debacle <laughs> yeah. over there. Um, nuggets and fries, grilled pizza for the early arrivals only, jello shots once the wine box arrives, <laughs> lamb chops for the VIPs only, which right. has your hint of sarcasm apply by Thursday and it has the link on there. Mm -hmm. So, this is just like a little taste of what's under your tents at your average tailgate. And that's your average tailgate. And I also have to say the meatball slider that I had was fire. Thank it was you. so good. Everybody loves them. They're brushed with the garlic 
butter. Yes, on, yeah. and little parm and herbs mm-hmm, on top. Mm-hmm. I was freaking out. I can't believe you make everything by hand. Made those ahead of time. Then we heat them up the day yeah. of. Yeah, they're great. It was amazing. Thank you. No, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Like I said, I'd love to be in your taste test kitchen. Um, well, so for this weekend, are a lot of those things going to be on your checklist, or do you have a menu in mind that you're going to be serving? That stuff will be on it, and it will be heated up and brought down in hot boxes. The, okay. We have those Cambro hot boxes. So the meatball subs are, are legit. Me, meatball subs are absolutely making an appearance. Uh, I've got. I'll do three pork shoulders, usually just do one or two. We'll do three, mm. and then we'll be doing a, a lot more of the, the sliders, a ton of hot dogs, because, you know, obviously you can do tons of hamburger sliders, tons of hot dogs, especially with the hamburger, the technique. So, yes. you know, we got that. So, but, uh, yeah, that's all that's all coming for sure. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to have the jello shots. I've got to – got to hit up our friend Lisa and see if she'll – I, I mean, mean, even if she doesn't come, I think she should be sending them with her sons. I'm going to put that out there right now that if there's ever been a game for you to send him, it's this game. I mean, this is a big deal. We're calling, we're calling the jello shots right now. (laughs) Right now. They need to be there. Everybody needs to be taking them. And, um, it's only going to manifest the best vibes. And and my buddy, Paul, who does the brisket, he is, Mm -hmm. uh, introducing some smoked and pulled chicken sliders. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's going to be a hit. Yeah, they'll, they'll be good. Yeah. He, he already sent me, he's already kind of done some of it because, you know, you cook it, vacuum seal it. He's, he's, he did, I think, a little test sample. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's learning from the best. Uh, he's, yeah, he's he's good. He's taking it on. Yeah. Well, that's good. You need a sous. You need oh, a yeah. sous chef in your kitchen. Yeah. You need that help. So if you're going from like one pork shoulder to three for this, how many people are you expecting for this particular tailgate as opposed to your in-season tailgate? Well, we'll have, because of the, the house divided thing here with yeah. the two sons and we're going to have the, the whole Tory clan together, we will be pulling our, we, we love our, our friends, young and old. We'll have our young and old Bama kids uh-huh. and alums. And we'll have the Georgia. So, I mean, we, you know, there'll be people come down just for the tailgates. I mean, we could have 500 people. I mean, wow. yeah, it could be pretty it, easy. Both yeah, your sons no, are pretty popular, too. And you're popular yourself. So, yeah, just I mean, kinda... it, it's it, it it's hard to know. I mean, I think in 2021, if I had to look at that crowd size, it could have been 600 people we had. I, oh, you know, my I mean, I'd have to add it up. But, I mean, it was hundreds for it, sure. Well, Especially when you're bringing this level of food, like people are going to come. Yeah, they just love it. um, I can't wait to see the pictures from this. But I also wonder how you're able to like manage that sibling rivalry and that game day rivalry. Because like, obviously you are a dog through and through. You obviously have love for your son who went to Alabama and that's a great school, but like just not on this weekend. So how do you deal with that? And are there any fights that ever break out? No, the there's, there's, like, is it camaraderie? Like how do we deal? It, it's all, it's all fine. I mean, the, the classic story with those two guys is that the natty in 2017 oy, oy. and one was sitting there sulking for the first half and one was you know because yeah, georgia huh? we the f- first half oh, the they georgia sat together didn't they I? sat together i got two tickets and we sent them mm. i didn't get to go okay we just did the, we fed everybody we said you guys go take care of business but you know th- there's in that game i know that one was happy for one half yeah they each had one half they of the flipped. game that, yeah yeah but uh for this one here look we want georgia to win yeah there's no there's no ifs ands or buts and and you know and we, we know that our son that went to Bama will be 
just as happy for us if Georgia wins than his team. Really? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. I was like, That's he he will want Bam, he wants Bam, him and his wife want Bama to win. They are they are they roll with the tide. They love them. Do they have to sit with Georgia son for this game? Uh, they are sitting separate from us. <laughs> I, I think that's probably a good idea. <laughs> you but, learned your lesson there. <laughs> yeah, they have their tickets and they're sitting separate, but we'll wave to them. That also makes me feel better with like you know there's a lot of superstition when it comes to games and mm-hmm. college football especially like if there's any sport with a lot of superstition it is SEC football in particular yep. so I don't want them sitting next to each other everything needs to change about that yeah it, it's being mixed up for this one but uh, you know I mean it's, of course you know I need to be on record that we wish we were all sitting together sure sure have sure. have at that sky right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean i i just know that like if i'm stopping by your tailgate like i'd want to only be eating out of red black dog memorabilia so i'm just like putting that out there we will we will put out all georgia bowls for you georgia tents uh, yeah. but we uh yeah we'll do that yeah i mean i'm i'm saying that but again i'm somebody who comes by and i'm enjoying your products for free so i have no say (laughs) i have no skin in the game with that but like yeah i just find it very interesting but i think it also is like it's nice for you to be able to see both of your kids for this game too like well it's nice that it brings them together and to a certain extent like if one of them went to i don't know like tech or like i don't know what's another school north dakota i'm just thinking of other places the whole sec is special Yes. The SEC is special, and 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 since we're talking tailgates, I me, mean, you know, we we know the rivalry, we know where we stand with our football teams, but it has been a a joy that we've been able to do tailgates mm-hmm. for both sons and their groups of friends. Yeah, and and that has been that has been special, and it's been great. Thank God that both these teams have been that good that we've been able to have Georgia Bama tailgates and the best of both worlds for us, so that we can have all of them at these things. You know. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've, we've put out in the past, we've put out to, to be hospitable <laughs> and equitable. I think that's the big thing. You know, we, we've had our Bama napkins out and our, our George, we have, of course, we have some of that stuff because we've thrown some, some Bama tailgates to be hospitable for them. But our hearts with Georgia, I went to Georgia, mm-hmm. graduated from there. It was really the best seven years of undergraduate studies. Yeah. <laughs> I was only there for five, so I would know nothing of that. Look, I, I don't know why they felt that a business student needed to take calculus, but, you know, I've yeah. yet to use it in 30 years of business, but that's a different story for another day. I didn't day. have to take math in college, so yeah. that sucks I for wish you. I hadn't. <laughs> I did have to take chemistry, though, so all of it. Um, but that's a story for another day. Tailgating's all that. arithmetic. I don't need calculus formulas to know how many to feed and no, what to buy. No, but actually, like, what you're doing mm-hmm. is food service. And yeah. I, as I, I think you know this, I studied dietetics, and that's what my degree is from college. And it was a very difficult major, as I just referenced. I had to take organic chemistry. I had to take microbiology. Like, all of the sciences I had to take. So, um, but food service... I also had to take, and I even had to work in the dining hall for a semester. That was my class. That, that is class so cool. Credit. So it's like I know what it's like to make food in bulk and serve it to a lot of people, and it's very hard, and it does require a lot of math, actually. Well, you got to make sure you've got the right buns to go with the number of entree yes. items you can serve, and then, of course, you want to make sure it's hot, it's prepared right, and your gloves and all yes. that to keep it clean. 
Well, and like even portion sizes of people and estimates of like what you were serving at a previous tailgate versus, you know, it's, there's a lot of math that's happening. I mean, it's like that meme with that guy with the chalkboard behind his head. I don't know if you know that one. If not, I'll send it to you, but um, it, it goes around a lot. It's just the math is mathing for that. Do you want a dentist that actually spends time getting to know you and your needs? A practice that not only provides regular cleanings, but also excels in straightening teeth, replacing missing teeth, and helping highly anxious patients? Peach Dental is a family-owned practice that does just that. If you're looking for an elevated dental experience, join me at Peach Dental. It's where I go to keep my teeth healthy. Dr. Resnick is offering a special discount for Sky's The Limit listeners. Get 15% off teeth whitening and a 10% discount off of their office membership plan. Visit peachdentalatl.com to learn more and book your appointment. Again, that's peachdentalatl.com. Um, okay, so what are got a couple hot take questions for you now. Okay. First, what are your go-to tools? I know that you've definitely elevated your game and setup over the years, and I've been privy to seeing some of these tools in action recently. Um, what what are those things that I'm kind of referencing for you right now? I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to yeah. talk about an individual. Yes. Is that okay? So this is a very close friend of mine, been friends for a long time, Paul Carling. He's in okay. the steel business. Now, Paul and I were with a group of people, and we – we cooked at the Green Eggs and Kegs in Dunwoody Village yeah. for the first one. And we set up a tailgate okay. and we're cooking and we're making, trying to make smash burgers on the, on the Blackstone. And we're like, this is, this is taking so long. It's so much. And so he and I are like, there's got to be a better way. So Paul and I talked about, let's make a giant hamburger patty. Okay. So Paul fabricated out of stainless steel, these stainless forms. And we make these basically 11 inch square patties. All right. And mm-hmm. then he made a spatula big enough to flip them. Mm-hmm. And so when we're cooking, you make 32 sliders at once with the King's Hawaiian rolls. Amazing. So instead of having to flip 32 burgers and put cheese on 30, you just boom, 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 and boom. Efficiency. If it's absolutely game changing. So yes. like for the old Miss, we made, you know, 320 sliders. <gasps> That's how many we served. Okay. And I only ate 310 of them. Yeah. And so <laughs> Paul made the tools and then, you know, but of course the first generation he made, then last summer I was like, I want you to make them a little bigger because the shrinkage when I'm looking, I want the, I want the meat. Yeah. They had shrinkage. I wanted the meat to go all the way to the edge. And then I was like, I want you to change the height and make them lighter. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. So it's, it's, it's been th- those tools are right there. The spatula, the king slider spatula, yes. and the, the and the cutter, uh, and the oh, and then the cutter. I cut them with a pizza cutter. Yeah, but it's not like a pizza cutter that you're. Oh, right, it's a pizza wheel. Uh, it's uh, the one you rock, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's like. Yeah, what's the specific term for that? It kind of, it has um, like a wooden bar and then a curved like steel bottom that you cut. Yeah, with it. I, I think it's, I think it's like. A pizza cutter. I think that's what it is called, but it's not the one you roll. It's yeah. you rock it back and forth. So, and the whole reason there is again, it's efficiency and yes. food service. We're trying to make and serve as many. You don't have that much time at a tailgate. I mean, if you have a three thirty kickoff, people come in at basically you have a two and a half hour window mm-hmm. of the mass crowd that mm-hmm. you're trying to just put as much out as quick as possible. So. Yeah. So you have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. You have to be efficient. You got to be ready on your <laughs> A game. And also I have a video of you using that pizza tool cutter. So I'll try to find the name of it specifically and I'll put it on my TikTok too. 
fun. You just wait. <laughs> Hopefully it'll pop off. Um, okay. Yeah. So those are, those are really good tools to have. Do you have like any advice for somebody who wants to start their own tailgate or just kind of like up what their situation is? Well, I would say that, you know, the things that are real popular to tailgate, because like also people say, what can I bring? Mm-hmm. Always assign ice, beer, yes. waters on the early games. You cannot have enough water. Mm-hmm. Pro tip, eight ounce water bottles. Okay. And the mini sodas, because people never finish it. So give them an eight ounce bottle. They'll drink the whole thing. It's done. Mm-hmm. You can't have enough waters for these early games in the fall. You can't have enough. And then chicken nugget trays from Chick-fil-A. Huge. People just just can't have enough of those either. So I yeah. mean, we'll have some games that on top of the menu you just read, <laughs> you people are like, what can I bring? I'm like, bring a nugget tray. We have six or seven nugget trays too. That's 1,400 nuggets dang okay that just brings me to another thought because i'm never there at the end of a tailgate either yeah. how much food is left or is it all there's never gone? any food it's all done and how it, the hell it's all eaten <laughs> <laughs> like we're talking 1400 nuggets we're talking a uh, whole pork shoulder we're talking like all of the now, quantity of food that you've just discussed how is that gone every single because time because it all gets eaten the, oh the, 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 I mean, the kids plow through it and the adults love it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I have friends, they tell me, they go, look, I'm gluten free, but I break it, <laughs> but they go, but I, it's worth being sick to eat your sliders. <laughs> like, okay. But that is the truth because I did the crystallized version last time yes. and it was excellent. Right. And it reminded me, I don't know if you've ever, have you been to NFA burger in Dunwoody? I have not. Joel, okay, we're going to have to go. And I just read a good article about about that. You and Billy would, first of all, have like a million things in common. He's so nice. I'd be happy to introduce y'all. But Billy um, Kramer, who owns it, and Mm -hmm. he has a daughter who goes to Georgia. I think his other child just got into Georgia, too. So there's something in common. But he used to do pop-ups of his burger, and he was like on a mission to find out how to do and how to make the best burger of all time so he like traveled around took notes was always experimenting just like you with your tailgates and um then got kind of a devoted following of his burgers because he was doing these pop-ups and then he opened his brick and mortar in dunwoody and they are it is truly the best smash burger is it the chevron isn't he yes can he come make it our tailgate i think he should that would be good this is a request maybe for the sec championship come see us billy you're VIP if you come. Oh, he gets lamb chops. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't even have to apply. No, no, no. He doesn't, he doesn't even have to go through the application process. Yeah. He would be automatically guaranteed uh, four lamb chops. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Billy, that number is negotiable if you do decide to come. If you want five lamb chops, we will work with you on that. Yeah. I mean, and so the other advice, so if you're doing a tailgate is, um, you know, just people like to be able to pick up and eat and go yes. um and you know, the little red and white paper trays are great mm-hmm. and you just want to have things be very accessible and quick to eat and and get people get on their way mm-hmm. small but you can't have enough water on the hot days you can't have enough ice and you can never bring enough garbage bags another Ooh. pro tip is contractor bags those are the ones to use because they don't tear so the bottles and the cans and all that used a real thick garbage bag so you can load them up with all your trash can you get that at your home depot yeah home depot yeah contractor bags okay so and they're labeled as contractor bags right they're real thick hardware store buy a bunch of clamps you can clamp those to your tents you never can have enough garbage bags out either so people will use them if they're out that's the other stuff 
It's all thought about. I mean, check, check, and check. Yeah. Like, if you need a checklist to build a better tailgate, this is it right here. Fans. Uh, Got to have fans. Oh, yeah, fans. Misting stations. Do you have a misting station? I do. Station? We have a big Georgia bucket. We put ice water in it. We have the uh, Ryobi misting fan. Oh. So on the hot summer, on the hot fall days, it blows just, people love it. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely take over that van. <laughs> I was known to put my head in freezers in college. <laughs> I would just stand right. in front of a freezer door. <laughs> so that's the same thing. Did you see um, near your setup last time there was a, like one of those Rivian cars? Yes. What do you think about that? Well, they, they have a frunk, which is yep. like a front trunk that is a cooler. Yeah, that was my buddy. Uh, yeah, it was a friend of mine. He oh. brought it. And he, he, he was like, what can I bring? I'll bring some beer and some ice yeah. and stuff. And he had, I was like, why was your hood open? He goes, no, I didn't know. So yeah, he had a basically a huge cooler in the front of his truck. It was perfect. That's insane. I could use that. I know. Robin, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no doubt. I posted a picture of that and I got the most like views on a story I've ever gotten. Because oh, I love that. Because people were freaking out about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's do a couple hot tailgate takes and then I'll, I won't take over your whole day. I know you're a very busy man thinking of all the things, you know. Um, all right. So I just want to know your opinions on all of these tailgate related things. And okay. I'm not going to challenge you. This is not a test. There's no right or wrong answer. These are just your opinions. Okay. So first, game time. Noon versus 3.30 versus 7.30. What's your preferred game time? So I've struggled between the 3.30 and the 7.30. Mm -hmm. I like the 7.30s because then we get an entire day of tailgating. Yeah. Okay. So I, I 3.30 is ideal because you can still get home. Okay. Yeah. The noon is rushed but i have to tell you because there were a lot of the kids that loved when we would have we had a bunch of noon games a couple of years ago yeah and, and it's funny how people were excited about it because the breakfast tailgate <laughs> is so good because for the breakfast tailgate we make the giant squares of sausage patties yes. and giant squares of eggs and we make sunrise or sliders with mm. sausage egg and cheese and then I cure and smoke salmon on the green egg. And we serve these cured and smoked salmons with bagels and cream cheese. And then we cook these sausages on the grill. And then we wrap them in little silver dollar pancakes. Oh so, I mean, you brought up the noon and it kind of triggered that you can make a noon game a lot of fun. Yeah. And then, you know, shout out to a friend of ours that uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon cream is a must have at a, a breakfast tailgate. For sure. But uh, 3.30 is obviously ideal because okay. it's a perfect time. And then you're not getting home at midnight yeah. or, you know, or 1 a.m. And if I'm tailgating, I've been up since 5 or 6 a.m. So it's, it's time to go know, home. Right. At a certain point. OK, so 3.30 is ideal, but you're not going to like sneeze at, at 12 o'clock because you get the. No, because it's it's fun that we make it fun with the breakfast. It's just fast. You've got you don't have as much time. You don't do as big of a setup. Yeah. You know. I think that's a very valid point, and it's good to have a little variety throughout your season, too, and just right. keep you on your A-game for yep. different foods. Mm -hmm. Okay, propane versus charcoal grill. Oh, propane. All Always day. propane. Okay. And, you know, when we have two, we operate, in, well, we did three grills for the last couple of tailgates, but mm -hmm. Blackstone and a gas grill, so propane tank is great. The small screw-on ones, they you use too many of them. You have to have a tank and mm -hmm. put a splitter on it. Okay. So you can do two grills. Dang, mm. another hot tip there. Okay, I think we already discussed this, that par cook or fully cook your food. It seems like you're prepping a little bit, but you're not par cooking everything. Elaborate what you what you mean by that. Like, you know, sometimes um, if chefs are, like, going to a food festival or something. Mm -hmm. For example, I used to, like, 
be a part of this wing event. They would par cook their wings oh. and then bring it to the wing event and then fry their wings. Oh, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Well, the pork sliders are obviously cooked and assembled yeah. ahead of time. So they just need to be warmed up at a low heat and they come out perfect. They're not dry. Yeah. Same with the meatball subs. Hamburgers, we cook them fresh there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hot dogs. The good thing with hot dogs is you can cook those early yeah. and just keep them hot. And it, you can use a cooler to keep things hot. Mm-hmm. And you can cook them so yes, so, insulate with a cooler. Correct. You can use a cooler and you can cook your hot dogs in the morning when you first arrive and they'll stay hot for hours and hours in an aluminum pan with a lid. So that's easy. Okay. Okay. Easy for you. Yeah. Not for the average yeah. brew. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bourbon shots or fireball shots? Oh, that's a hard one, you know. Yeah. Real real loyal, love the fireball. Um, you know, I, I like to sip good bourbon. I don't like to shoot bourbon. I mm. think you have to respect a bourbon and uh, bourbon is uh, meant to be sipped. Fireball, Savored. yes, mm-hmm. savor bourbon. Yep. Okay. Good point. Guacamole versus layer dip. Well, you know we're a little partial to the uh, buffalo chicken dip. You I know, think so, so uh, a sea of buffalo a sea chicken. Of, dip. Yeah, and it and it's a big hit. So uh, you know, uh, guac guac turns brown if yeah. it's sitting out too long. So I, I don't, I'm not a guac fan at a in a mass quantity. I think I wanted to put that on there just because I think that people love guac, but there's a time and a place for it. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be at a tailgate that's lasting multiple hours. That's just (laughs) not the place for it. Um, Hot dogs versus hamburgers. Well, we're very, very partial to the cheeseburger slider at our tailgate. But, you know, hot dogs are already cooked. So all you have to do is heat them up. And you can make a ton of hot dogs to not, they're not expensive either. Yeah, so. those are easy. And everybody likes a hot dog. Mm-hmm. People, everybody loves a hot dog. Some people, you know, they like those better than hamburgers. Do you know who doesn't like a hot dog? Who? Me. Really? Yeah. So okay. one food on this earth I don't eat. That's interesting. Like if I had to, I would, but it would be a really dire, like hunger situation. So when you go to the varsity, what do you get? I would get a burger through the garden and fries and onion rings. You don't get a Mary Brown steak at the varsity that's a hamburger, no bun? No, I'm not keto. I, I, I can tell you the whole varsity <laughs> lingo. We can do that maybe on a different uh, conversation. Yeah, an FO and uh, hey, yeah. we're in the garden yeah. and yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. anything from the varsity is always great there, but it's always good walking. Yeah, I agree. I, I just, I don't know. For some reason, a hot dog has never been the food that I eat. So that's why I'm glad okay. that you have the burger option. You also have the chicken option, the pork option. You've got a we dip option. We try to have plenty of variety. Yeah, everything. Yep. It's great. Um, okay. I think we know the answer to this too. Lamb chops or chicken wings? Oh, lamb chops. <laughs> <laughs> lamb chops all day and all night. Yeah. That's good call. Good call. Um, all right. And last here, have you ever had any tailgate like catastrophes? Anything gone wrong? Because I've only seen it go right. Well, luckily, knock on wood, yeah. it's been a while. Okay. But I remember going up to a tailgate about nine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'll take a big tank. And I took a big tank and the big propane tank. My grill was not functioning properly with it. And I could not get it to get hot. Oh, no. And, and I was just freaking out. But I was able to pivot and get... Uh, there was a kitchen that we could get access to, and we just cooked everything in there. But uh, I, I have not had any, any knock on wood, luckily, no big, big fails. I mean, there's been the occasional time that I've gotten up there, and I'm like, I knew I forgot something. We forgot ketchup, but, you know, that, that, yeah. it, that's okay. Have you seen the bear? 
No. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's okay. a great scene about forgetting okay. ketchup. You need to watch that. I will do it. Um, but I think the other thing is with your experience level on it, you're already thinking every detail through at this rate. Right. And you've used all of your products and you've experimented with all of your different tools that it kind of lessens your chances of anything. Well, and the other thing is uh, everything is in bins and everything is organized. And, and so tailgate prep begins the week leading up to the tailgate. Yeah. Then you have the day of execution. Then you have the day after of cleaning. And th that day and the next day, everything gets cleaned and replenished and reorganized and ready to just grab and put in the car. So it's yes. always ready. It's kind of like boating. Use the boat put everything away. I grew up boating. So I kind of shout okay. out to my dad. I got this from him. <laughs> so it's like, use it, put everything away. Everything's ready for the next time you use it. Yeah. So you don't, you're not going to worry. You just have a clear head. So I mean, and I, every, in the tailgate, I have all the tools for it. So I don't have to take anything from the house. So right. I, I have every, all the knives, everything's with the tailgate stuff. And I may or may not have a tailgate room that's exclusively just all my tailgate stuff. So. Oh, my gosh. We might yeah. have to check that out. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. So you're you're 10 years into this? Yep. Could you see yourself doing this for 10 more years? How long do you see this as long being as my, a part of your life? As long as my feet will hold out. Okay? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I really, it is, um, it is something that is our community. Mm -hmm. And so many people look forward to it. And it's special to us and our, our family and our friends and our friends who have kids coming up to Georgia and then we're getting, you know, reconnected with yeah. them and, and, and it's really, and the kids, you know, they get to know us. And so as long as I can do it, I'm going to keep doing it. I love that. Yeah. That's and, a pretty special thing. Yeah. It, it really is. It, we, we're committed. I'm committed. I might get committed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I mean, you've invested a lot of time and energy and, and food and all the things and resources, money, all of that. But well, I think that it's just you've become this kind of lighthouse, like guiding light for people to come in, feel welcome, know that they're going to be fed and taken care of. And it's really it could not be a truer sense of Southern hospitality, what you provide for everybody. And I appreciate that. And and we you know, it, it is special. And we have so many people that are are. are helping and contributing and and it's that's why it's enabled it to just keep growing you know yeah. what i'd like to do is just see just how how bigger could we keep going <laughs> do you think in 10 years it could be like a 2000 foot thing i gotta talk to paul see, you know <laughs> just need to see what other if he can make me need him to make me a robot out of steel that can cook everything at so. this rate we're going, you might be able to. Yep. <laughs> you might have one of those server bots helping what, you. <laughs> what if you did? I just want to hit a button and then the sliders just come out the <laughs> other side, you know? But, uh, yeah. Well, here's to another 10 years of this tailgating thing. And here's to the dogs. Go dogs. Winning this weekend and being on the road to the big three. We got a big game coming up. So we got to get everybody ready to go into the bins and bring home a win. If you need some energy, come to Joel's tailgate, yep. get a slider so you can cheer loud. Don't go in too drunk or anything, people. This is a big game. We've got to go in and got to cheer for the dogs. You got it. Thanks, guy. All right. Thank you. We've got to end with a go dogs. One, two, three. Go, go dogs! dogs! Thank you so much for listening. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode of Sky's the Limit, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow along in the meantime on Instagram at sky.estroff or sky-estroff.com. See you next week. <laughs>